こんにちは、みなさん。ビジネス・サクセス・ジャパンのポッドキャストへようこそ。Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Business Success Japan podcast. This is your host, Lydia Bukelman. I teach Japanese business culture and language at international companies looking to strengthen their relationships with Japanese partners and customers. My main goal here is to create an easily accessible resource for people who want to develop Japan specific intercultural communication skills, especially in business. While I can't and won't promise to make you fluent in Japanese, I hope that you will walk away from each episode with a skill, piece of information, or shift in mindset that will help you be more effective in your interactions with Japanese business people. First, let's review the phrase we learned last week to thank someone. Please practice the pronunciation if you can. Arigato gozaimasu. A. Di. Ga. To. U. Go. Za. I. Ma. Su. Arigato gozaimasu. So today we're going to talk about what to expect if you find yourself in a Japanese meeting. As you might imagine based on past episodes, there are a lot of details surrounding etiquette that you should be aware of if you want to make sure things go as smoothly as possible. But don't worry too much about doing all of this perfectly. In general, anything you can do to show cultural understanding goes a long way to signaling respect and will have a positive impact on your relationship. Now, another phrase that may be good to add to your toolbox at this point is Shitsureishimasu. There's a less formal version of this phrase that we may learn later on, but you will want to use this one in a professional situation. It roughly translates to, I am doing something rude, but it's pretty much used in the same contexts as, I'm sorry or excuse me. I'll break it down for you, so please repeat after me if you can. But for now, let's get back to talking about business meetings in Japan. For the purpose of this podcast, I will assume that you are the guest rather than the host. But it should be easy enough to flip the roles if you find yourself in the opposite situation. As you might expect, it is good manners to not only be on time, but to be early for an appointment. However, keep in mind that it's also impolite to show up too early. Because the people you are meeting with are the hosts, they're responsible for showing you hospitality. This means that it can be quite stressful and inconvenient to have somebody arrive 30 minutes early. So, a good range to shoot for is anywhere between 5 and 10 minutes early. However, you can show up earlier, maybe 20 minutes early, if you expect a particularly high ranking person from the other company to attend. But in general, if you're in Japan and arrive outside of that range, it's probably a good idea to duck into a convenience store or cafe until your scheduled meeting time gets closer. But definitely try to make a point of being at least five minutes early. While the transportation system in Japan is notorious for being extremely punctual, there may be instances where you find yourself running late for a meeting. Even if you think you will only be a few minutes late, you should let your host know as soon as possible that there may be a delay. And even if you think you will be exactly on time, I would still suggest letting them know that you may be late and do so as early as possible. Something else to keep in mind is that it's traditionally considered polite to take off your jacket and fold it over your arm before entering a building. 
This isn't a must, but it's definitely a nice touch. Also, you will want to make sure that you are wearing or bring along good quality black socks. Like Japanese homes, most businesses in Japan still have people take off their shoes upon entering the building and put on slippers or indoor shoes. This is mostly for the sake of not checking in any dirt from outside. Most buildings will provide slippers for guests, but you may find that they don't fit well on western-sized feet. Because of that and the fact that you don't know who else is wearing those slippers before you, it's best to have socks along that you wouldn't be overly embarrassed walking around an office in. Another thing related to clothing is that Japanese companies still, by and large, expect their employees to dress very professionally for work every day. So if you're used to an environment where, for example, business casual is the norm, you may want to consider dressing a bit more formally than usual. You may also want to try covering any visible tattoos and wearing your hair in a more traditionally professional style. For women, this includes wearing a more modest neckline and avoiding sleeveless blouses. Showing collarbone is sometimes still seen as immodest as well. I know from experience that this can be hard to find, especially in the summer, but just do your best. For men, you may want to avoid wearing a black coat with a black tie and a white shirt. This is what men would usually wear to funerals. In general, depending on your personality, it's usually best to think about making smaller gestures than you're used to. It may be seen as aggressive, unrefined, or even just make people uncomfortable because they're not used to people expressing themselves in that way in a business context. While I'm not asking you to change your personality, you may want to save that side of your personality for after-work drinks or karaoke. You'll also want to try to avoid initiating bodily contact. Everyone's comfort level in Japan varies in that area, so just follow the other person's lead to see what is appropriate. This includes handshakes, as we learned about in the previous episode. In general, just err on the side of caution. Once you enter the meeting room, you should wait to sit until your host offers you a seat. This provides them an opportunity to show you hospitality. There are quite a few rules surrounding seating arrangements in this context, but I'll just tell you a few that will give you a general idea of how it works. Traditionally, the lowest-ranking person sits closest to the door, and the highest-ranking person in the furthest corner. So the guest will sit on the side opposite the door for the sake of hospitality, and the host's on the side close to the door. From there, the people who are either highest-ranking or leading the meeting will sit in the middle. Then, the second-highest-ranking person will be further from the door, and the lowest-ranking person will be seated closest to the door. Don't worry about doing this perfectly. As long as you can keep those general rules in mind, you should end up in roughly the right seat. As I mentioned in the previous episode, there is something else you do with business cards if you have a meeting right after you exchange them. This step is actually very helpful on a practical level, so I highly suggest you try it. What people will do is, they will arrange the cards on the table to correspond to where the people are sitting across from them. As you might imagine, this helps a lot with learning the names of people you are meeting. Just remember not to play with or write on the cards during the meeting, and make sure you put them away carefully in your card holder after the meeting is finished. In general, you should try to avoid touching your phone at all during a business meeting. However, if you really need to take a call or otherwise have to leave the room, you can use the phrase we learned, shitsureishimasu, to politely excuse yourself. And that's all for today. 
I hope that you feel a little bit less intimidated at the idea of going into a Japanese business meeting now that you have a clearer idea of what to expect. If you still feel uncomfortable, I highly suggest listening again before your next meeting in Japan. Maybe even listen to it before having a meeting in your home country and think about what details might be different if the meeting was taking place in Japan. Remember, the more you learn, the more confident you will become as you explore what Japan has to offer you. So, if you found the information here today useful, I hope that you will subscribe for more Japanese language and cultural guidance. And if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more content in the future, please consider leaving a review. It really helps other people find the podcast. And of course, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please email me at businesssuccessjapan at gmail.com. All one word, all lowercase. Until next time, mata kondo!